Welcome to the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide our clients is leveraging our experience helping hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. On this podcast, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our clients. We share some insights on financial topics, and we interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. Today, I am joined by Brittany Tedesco from Bratton Law, estate and elder attorneys. Thanks for joining us, Brittany. And a little bit of trivia. Brittany and I also graduated high school together, class of 2005, Washington Township. Shout out, right? And look at us now. Look at us now. Thanks for aging me right off the bat, Jason. I I appreciate it. I didn't even think about that. You're right. It's just me. You were like 12 when we graduated. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah. But one of the things that we wanted to bring Brittany in to talk about today, we covered estate planning generally. I think it was one of the first episodes we ever had. But one of the things that comes up a lot with clients when we talk to them is what to do about the actual practical side of end of life planning. Because estate planning is one thing, you know, once they're on. But what about what happens before that? And so one of the things that I realized in working with Brittany and your firm is that there's a lot of resources available for people who are going through that process themselves or are going through that process with parents or even maybe aunts and uncles. And it feels a lot like you got to figure it all out on your own. Absolutely. And that's a common misconception, right? Because most people think of an elder law attorney and they think of wills and powers of attorney and that's it. Right. But we offer something a little bit more. We do those things as well, but we're able to provide guidance beyond that. And we have what we call life care planning services. So with that, we look at wills, powers of attorney, basic estate planning. But we also want to look at the client's health care needs and whether we want them to age in place. So how do we do that? We look at their legal and their financial needs. And then we're also looking at their care coordination. So if they need care, whether inside the home or outside of the home, how do we coordinate that? So we have six care coordinators with the firm. They are invaluable. So basically, they help with our clients and their families to make sure that the client is receiving the appropriate health care. And if they need to advance to more healthcare. How do we do that? How do we financially plan for that? We want to make sure that we're taking all things into consideration. Well, I think that's huge. And I think that is where the fact that this is something that's available to bring that to our listeners is important because I think people really do feel like they're on their own. And one of the examples, one of the parallels I drew when we were doing our prep was a lot of times we talk to clients about college planning. And one of our previous guests a couple of shows ago, Donna Baines, she's an expert in helping people navigate that process because you really only do it once, maybe a couple of times if you have a couple of kids. And there's so much to know that hiring a professional and getting professional help could make a lot of sense. And so feel like this, going through it yourself or going through it with a parent is one of those situations where it's huge. Understanding the rules and what happens at this facility versus this facility versus what Medicare covers versus what Medicaid covers. It's crazy to try to go about that yourself. And knowing that there's a coach, essentially a guide, a team that can help you through that process just makes a lot of sense. 
Absolutely. You don't know what you don't know. I mean, that's why we have professionals. That's why we have advisors. That's why we have lawyers. That's why we have our care coordinators to provide that education and take some of that pressure off of the family and the client and make sure that they can go back to being the child and not having those uncomfortable conversations and making sure that we're facilitating that and we're taking care of it and easing that burden. You took the words out of my mouth because one of the things that we hear from clients a lot is, I don't want to be a burden. Whether it's somebody who's single and has no children, maybe has nieces and nephews, they know would step up, but they don't want to be a burden. Or somebody whose kids live far away, you're always going to have, hopefully, some caregiver involved and just making sure you're taken care of. But having them not necessarily having to be involved in every day-to-day little guidance (laughs) and technical decision that gets made is huge. I'm sure if you could take that down, that's got to take a huge weight off the whole relationship. Absolutely. And it's important to have what we call, and I think what you were alluding to, that pre-crisis planning, right? So before you have that major medical event or know that you need long-term care, it's good to think about these things in advance and have that plan so that when that emergency does happen, we know what our plan A is, we know what our plan B is, and C, and so on. And we're working with the clients to make sure that is clear and provide that ease of mind. Can you give us a sense of what does that process look like? So when you think about life care planning, you know, what does the process look like if somebody comes to you and needs that kind of service, either for themselves or for somebody that right now the care person for or the supporter for? Absolutely. So basically we meet with the client and we have a conversation about what their concerns are, what their goals are. We generally take a look at all of their financial information as well, because that has a factor into it, because there are public resources and private resources that are available to help pay for that long-term care. So we take a big look at that picture and put together a financial forecast or an action plan with regard to what options they may have. And then their care coordinator would go out and meet with them wherever it's comfortable. So whether it's at their home, at our office, somewhere like your office, at another professional's office, and get a sense of what their needs are so we can put that plan together. And then basically just carrying through. So the way that we provide our services this type of service, we do it on a year basis. So basically we do it as a flat fee. A lot of attorneys have that hourly billing, but we want to make sure that our clients are calling us when they have concerns. Nobody's thinking that that clock's running that, oh, I don't know if I can, you know. They don't want the anxiety of that bill. So we make sure that they have us for a year up front and then they have the option to renew our services so we can stay in their corner, keep fighting for them and making sure that we're carrying out what their wishes are. And I think that's so important because a lot of times when people get documents done through their estate plan or elder law planning or whatever they're doing, there's usually a disconnect between the documents and then the implementation or actually making that stuff happen and making sure that it follows the plan. Trying again to have somebody who's a lay person who has no idea, trying to sift through and figure out how do we actually do this maybe 10 years after those documents are put together. It's a big job. And so having that extra piece of implementation, somebody that we call it handholding or even just making sure that it's getting done properly in line with the plan, right? Absolutely. So we definitely want to make sure you're asking questions and you're using us as a resource. The care coordinators, what is their background? How do they get to that level of being able to help with that? 
So our director of care coordination is a social worker by trade. So you don't have to be a social worker, but there is a course for care coordination that they do have to take and pass. And all of our care coordinators are also certified dementia practitioners. So they go through a course and training with that as well for people that have memory issues down the line. So they all have that background. One of our elder care coordinators, she's been basically in elder services working previously as an RN at a nursing home for years. And that's all she's done in her career. So they all have a passion for working with the elderly. And to say that they have depth of experience is probably an understatement. Having somebody like that in your corner, because a lot of times I'm sure you're running into those people at facilities that have that similar background, but they work for the facility or they work for the hospital. Having somebody who has that breadth of experience and expertise that's working for you or for your parents or for your team, quote unquote, I think is definitely a huge differentiator. It makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And somebody who knows the ins and outs when you're moving into an assisted living or a nursing home there's contracts that need to be signed, right? And there's financial disclosures that need to be made. So we work with the facility and have those conversations. We're going to be applying for Medicaid. So they know that we're keeping the lines of communication open about where the payer source is going to be coming from. So we handle that as well. When people think about, you know, if they're listening to this and hearing, all right, this is something that I want in my life, or this is something that I could really use help with for my parent or for my aunt or uncle, what is the timeline typically like given different situations? If somebody is that single person who has no kids and just wants to make sure things are set up whenever something happens versus the person who either has kids and they're going through it right now, or you are a kid and you're taking care of your parents right now, what do those timelines look like for getting started with this type of service? Basically, anytime you are feeling that concern with regard to any sort of long-term care, usually we work with older adults, obviously, but as soon as you are starting to feel that concern, if you are noticing a decline in like an elderly parent and you're starting to have concerns about them caring for themselves at home, or there's a recent medical event, or there's a diagnosis of dementia or Alzheimer's, those are all good times to speak with an attorney and see what your options are. We talked a little bit about this before, but there's also that caregiver burnout. So a lot of our clients have children who are baby boomers and may still be working. So it is a lot to have on your plate to be taking care of your children working. We hear a lot about that sandwich generation. You know, our clients always tell us we're in that sandwich generation where we're taking care of our parents and then also taking care of our own kids and maybe even our grandkids. So it's a lot. And I'm assuming trying to get to somebody or trying to get involved in a process like this before your burnout or before your relationship with that parent is now stressed beyond what it should have been or could have been is probably the, the time. Absolutely. So it's never too late, right? But it's also never too early. If you're starting to feel just a little bit of that burnout or stretch too thin, it doesn't hurt to hear what your options are and what's available and how we can help ease that burden. Well, and even having the estate planning docs done with a firm that offers that so that, hey, you might be 10 or 15 years away from that. Anything could happen in those 10 or 15 years, but knowing a lot of times people will tell us a lot of the peace of mind they get working with us is because one spouse predominantly took care of things. If something happens to them, they know that other spouse can say the surviving spouse, hey, just go see Jason and Michael and Tyler and Catherine, and they'll take care of you. That same idea applies here where we got our estate planning docs at this place and they do this life care planning that I want to use when the time comes. And that's a huge peace of mind, right? 
Absolutely. We definitely do the basic estate planning. Some of my clients are really thinking about long-term care, but 10 years, 20 years down the line, we always tell everyone, keep our cards together with your documents. Make sure that if there is an event, your children know who to call so we can help with that. So they don't have to go it alone and they don't have to feel like they're climbing this mountain, having to become an expert in something that is huge, huge, huge. Well, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? They can give us a call. So our phone number is 856-857-6007. And they can reach out to me. And I think that's the best one. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Brittany, sharing a little bit about this resource that I feel like not enough people know about, at least in our world. And they ask these questions and I'm like, yeah, I got the person for you. I got the firm for you. So thanks for spending that time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. For all of our listeners out there, if you're not yet subscribed to the Dollar Rise podcast, please make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. We're on Apple, we're on Amazon, we're on Spotify, a couple others out there. So make sure you can find us. And if you're hearing the construction noise in the background, thank you for enduring that. We are getting a beautiful, sparkly new coffee roastery and coffee house downstairs, about six feet from where me and Brittany are sitting right now. And so hopefully it wasn't too bad, but we definitely appreciate you spending the time. And thank you again for listening to this episode of the Dollar Wise podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at hfmadvisors.com. The Dollar Wise Podcast is presented by HFM Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor firm. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer for sale or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. All investments involve risk and are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.